listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 313. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the... Mm, not grumpy, but definitely not at 100%, John Brownstone. But you're fully caffeinated, so there's that. And then some, And yes. then some. Now you're hydrating. Yeah. As one should. Correct. Right. This week, uh, we're going to talk about... Um, Maybe to some a very silly, sappy, what's the point concept, but damn it, I want to talk about it. (laughs) And that's feeling joy in your power exchange, your kink, whatever relationships you're having that are over here on our side of the world. That joy, the word joy. (laughs) Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle level forever fucking hate. Loving DS and the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes, and the show notes are at lovingbdsm.net. As always, a big thanks to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We can keep doing this weird thing on the internet uh, in a very large part due due to (laughs) y'all, due to the support we get through our kinky patrons. Uh, If you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords or use the link in the show notes. Okay, so before we get into our topic this week, some announcements, some stuff, some <coughs> things to share. Uh, first off, uh, the Rona has arrived to our address. Um, so far, the only one who's tested positive has been the 16 year old. He's the right. carrier. He's the one that brought it in, I'm convinced. Um, every He and I were the only two that at any point have had a fever. Right. I have a negative COVID test, but I'm gonna test again probably tomorrow mm-hmm. um you and i have symptoms right mild-ish symptoms like a cold you would mm-hmm. would you say that i don't want to i don't want to speak for you because you yeah. look, look um, miserable <laughs> well the i this morning i woke up with a a headache body aches and a sore throat yes um i've just had a sore throat and just been super tired um we're here because we want to be. Mm-hmm. JB could have vetoed this. Don't anybody give me crap for, quote, making him do it. Yeah, no, she had nothing to do with that. I, I woke up this morning, um, had my coffee, played several games of solitaire, and then migrated to the couch and immediately fell back to sleep. And when you're done here, you'll migrate back. Back. And that's cool. And I'm keeping my workload light, but we're here. But yes, two years, four months, we kept it at bay. It's arrived. We're vaxxed and boosted. It seems very mild. We're fine. Yeah. But if if our energy is off, I felt like we should start at the top and mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Next thing, uh, there were new products added to the Loving BDSM Etsy shop last week. Yeah. Um, I'm creating other like completely new products that are different things. But if you are a submissive who likes to plan either with a paper you know, printed paper or digitally and wants to try and keep track of habits you're changing and your tasks and 
notes to remember to talk to your dom about blah 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 that is uh on our etsy shop um and we have several themes right now with more planned to be added not this week apparently i will not be working on that um but yeah the um loving bdsm etsy shop link is in the places so on youtube description box podcast listeners show notes uh, i also include it or will include it in our weekly newsletter so if you need help getting to it there and then the next thing is we are doing restocks uh on your shop the kinkery yes i just added a whole bunch of brand new holy terrors mm-hmm. uh to the site and there's just constant restocks right now so I, I handed you a big old sheet of, of stuff you made me to, work. to update inventory and that's at the kinkery.com if you are interested in weapons mm-hmm. of ass destruction just putting it out there that we do these other things and uh, if anybody's interested go forth if you're not interested or you don't have cash totally get it that's why we're here that's why we do this thing that we do so oh 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 and i almost forgot another one i recently was interviewed for another podcast uh two hot wives uh we talked about restraints and bondage and bdsm and it was a really fun conversation as of the day of recording july 6th that podcast episode is out so it's two hot wives, mm-hmm. whatever your podcast app of choices, the number two, and then hot wives. Um, they do have a website, twohotwives.com. Uh, podcast listeners, I'll link that for you mm-hmm. in the show notes. I was going to link to it in the YouTube description box, and then I'm scared because I don't know what they consider that's not okay. And so I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. So t- the number two, two hot wives. You can put the episode. link in the show notes on yeah. our site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I will. So yeah, um, it was, they were fun to talk to. It was a fun yeah. conversation. Um, we, I did not give bondage tips. Y'all know I am not the bondage expert, but we talked about the concept of it and of being restrained and, you know, the different ways to play. And it mm-hmm. was, it was fun. And we talked about communication. It was fun. I, I listened to a couple episodes of their podcast. Yeah. They're pretty good. They, I, I like their energy together. They are. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're good. Mm-hmm. And, um, they apparently like it's a it's a let's have a drink and have a conversation kind of deal and so for this week they posted i saw it on twitter it might be other elsewhere as well a drink recipe that made me go i would like to try that that sounds delicious (laughs) so okay uh let's actually get into the topic now so um joy i remember us having a conversation for an episode I don't know how many weeks ago. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks. It could have been like late 2021. And I have a vague memory of saying, if you don't feel some level of joy at what you're doing, why are we doing it? And that's when I knew I wanted to talk about joy. So let's talk about what it means. Mm -hmm. I looked up actual definitions because I feel like it's one of those nebulous words that kind of means whatever you need it to mean. Mm -hmm. So uh, the internet tells me that um, one common definition is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness okay that makes sense to most of us and then um i can't remember if it was miriam i think it was miriam webster that their definition it might have been the oxford whatever but i think it was miriam webster says an emotion evoked by well-being success or good fortune or by the prospect of possessing what one desires delight uh i my kinky heart loves the the process prospect of possessing what one desires (laughs) delight i would say is the definition of that one that i like the best Uh, an emotion evoked by well-being success or good fortune is Mm -hmm. i I think however you define the term joy how what it means to you is it's a personal thing but when i'm like 
joy is not, you know, when things are going well or I'm feeling successful or we've had good fortune, joy is not the word I would describe. I just, I'd say I'm happy. I'd say I'm content. I'm say I'm excited, but mm -hmm. joy just doesn't seem like the right word to me, but that's okay. That's just a definition. Hmm. Um, what does joy mean to you? Like, how would you define um, it? I think it's a, a, a burst of happiness. Yeah, to me, it's like a bubbling up of happiness. Mm -hmm. Like, there's happy, there's, yay, I'm excited, mm -hmm. yay, this is great. And then there's this sort of effusive, nebulous, like, it's like it's going to burst out. It's like it's, mm -hmm. and for me, it's a bubbling up. It's like, it's where I just start smiling for no, air quote, no reason, giggling, just just elated. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good feeling it's such a good mm -hmm. feeling i like joy um i do want to say that like every positive emotion that any human could experience um i don't think i don't think it does it's a good thing to expect it to happen and sir i think you should have some expectation of i am happy with this person in my life i'm happy with this moment in my life mm -hmm. it'd be nice to feel joy um but i think that it's one of yet another positive emotion that when somebody does not feel it, when they air quote, think they should feel it, then they wonder what's wrong with them. They feel guilty. They think they've done something wrong. I think emotions are, they're ephemeral. They're, they're not things that we can always chase. And when we try to chase emotions, we often find that we're then dissatisfied when we think we've caught them. And, you know, feeling good for this moment is, does not mean you will always feel that good. And so it's a little, to me, it's a little bit hard to talk about specific emotions that are not the be mindful of this or, oh, are you feeling this negative thing? So maybe it's the people in your life. Maybe it's brain chemistry. Maybe it's stuff you've dealt with. The, the positive side, we all want to feel positive things, mm -hmm. but I think we are most often disappointed by the fact that we cannot just always make ourselves feel positive things. And instead of going, oh, that's right, I can't control every aspect of everything, including when I will feel something good, we, instead of being reminded of that or, or thinking of that, we go, oh, there's clearly something wrong with me because shouldn't I feel happy right now? Shouldn't I feel joyful right now? You know, why am I not um, think, feeling good about this positive thing in my life? So when we talk about this, I don't want there to be this thought that anybody on this side of the street is saying that you should feel this way or you will always feel this way. For me, the thing I like about what feels like joy to me when it happens is that it almost comes out of nowhere. And I know mm -hmm. that it's fleeting and I know that feeling is not going to stick around forever or for, for very long, but it's always such a good feeling to have a memory of that. I can almost feel a little bit of like secondary joy thinking of moments that brought me joy. Even if I'm in like the depths of like some crappy things going on. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to put that out there. So, Let's talk about um, things that bring us joy, how the way we individually think of what's joyful in power mm -hmm. exchange. What are things that bring you joy? Um, I, one of the things that, that does it for me is when I bring you a treat like a Diet Coke and I see that happy squeal, mm -hmm. you know, um, more more so 
than that, I think it is when um, I see you pushing a boundary and achieving something, Mm -hmm. that brings me joy. I say in a low-key monotone. It's, I, know. <laughs> I know. We're talking about something that should be, you know, something that we should be joyful in talking about while we're talking about it. It's like, actually, let me tell you about how I feel about this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a further proof that um, there's no binary to emotions and how we feel them and how we express them and yeah. when we feel them. Um, yeah. The joyful times... I've had in power exchange. Um, I might, my memory is for shit y'all. So do I remember the specifics of the moment? No, but the moments I remember, a lot of them have been scene related. Mm. So the first and probably the second, but definitely the first time your daddy side and my baby girl side manifested within a scene, which is, ah, yes. we always enjoy our scenes. I mean, we mm-hmm. have, thankfully we've not had bad ones or it's been a while since we had bad ones. So we typically enjoy our scenes. They're very cathartic. They feel very good. There's a lot of uh, positive emotions, but we tend to be kind of serious. And I don't mean serious, like grim. I mean, like it's very much the power exchange of, you're the sadist and I'm the masochist. Mm -hmm. And it tends to have sort of more serious undertones. And when we started being playful in our scenes where, yes, you were still the sadist and I was definitely still the masochist, but (laughs) you were a sadistic daddy who had that gleam in your eye. And I was pouting and sticking my tongue out at you and stomping my feet and also giggling. That sort of cracked something open within me where I went, oh, that's right. Just as in our everyday life, all of the sides of ourselves can merge at once. So too can it happen in a scene. And it was, it made the scene better. I was vaguely aware of feeling joyful in the scene, but I was so focused on the scene. I was mostly aware of, of the things you were doing and they were delightful. (laughs) post scene when we're sort of coming down from it that that joyous feeling was still there it was i felt giddy it was almost i would not call it subspace because i was definitely still completely within myself could still move could still walk and talk but i felt it's gonna sound as woo woo as i probably get i felt like i was just sort of on another plane of existence i felt like i was in another it was a different headspace i was excited and giddy and happy and giggly beyond the scene because we had had that experience. It was another point of connection. We, Mm. you know, we're all about the literal uh, exchange of energy and vibes um, in our scenes. That's part of what makes a scene good for us, I think, regardless of the activity. Um, And that energy exchange continued outside of the scene beyond it because I'd come to this realization that wow, we could be super playful and it's still a really good scene and we still get exactly what we want from it, whatever right. that might be. That, oh, that, I mean, just thinking about it now, I get, I get like mm-hmm. this feel. See, when I think of joy beyond contentment, beyond happiness, beyond whatever, it's like this bubbling in my stomach that's not indigestion. That's a different <laughs> feeling and I know that one very well. Uh, <laughs> and it just sort of wants to burst forth. Like I just, I know I grin like a, dumbass 
<laughs> I know this moon face is all shiny because I just can't stop smiling. Um, I would say sometimes I experience joy in our power exchange by looking back, like not in the moment, but mm -hmm. in thinking about our relationship. There are times I think just about how much, okay, we're going to get sappy and we're going to be cute for a second. Sorry. Uh, I think about how happy I am to have you in my life, how fortunate I am, mm -hmm. how lucky I am that you're my, my daddy dom and the way you take care of me. And uh, I can make myself cry tears of happiness with that joyful feeling. Uh, I, do I look like a crazy person? Sure, <laughs> of course. Let's, I mean, we're talking about joy and it's all happy, good feelings. The, <laughs> I'm an anxious girl with an anxious brain. I can go from joy to terror and sadness about half Zero a second. To 60. Oh yeah, because I can be thinking, and this oh, this sucks. I'm really gonna have to do something about this because it's happening a lot. But I can be thinking about how much I love you and how grateful I am to have you in my life and how good our relationship is even when things are going to shit. And I can feel that joyful feeling, that bubbling up, that effervescent like glee. And in the next moment, my brain will go, and someday it will all be over. And then <laughs> I'm just sobbing. And I don't mean like a breakup. I mean like time, the sands of time will, <laughs> will pass through the hourglass. And at some point, it's why I say we're going out of this life like Thelma and Louise. Because I like, but my brain can go there and it will just rob me of joy like immediately immediately hashtag anxious girl problems i don't know <laughs> I just... <sighs> oh gosh um <laughs> and i think that's i don't know how other people with any mental health issue feel about things or handle things i just know from my experience with anxiety that mm -hmm. your brain will steal your joy in a fucking heartbeat. You know, I remember when you and I were first getting together and I was so happy and everything felt so right. And I couldn't enjoy that rightness, that mm -hmm. feeling of rightness, because my brain would go, and this was early days before you and I were really like strongly established. I was like, he's gonna break up with you. He's gonna leave. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. This won't last. This isn't real. And I know part of that was bad tapes and past relationships. I mm -hmm. also know a lot of that's anxiety. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and I've, you know, I also know that I'm a, the type of person who has spent, because I know I'm an eternal optimist, uh, I know that I tend to look at things through the uh, hope uh, ro filled rose colored glasses. Like I want things to work out. And if I just believe hard enough and I'm uh, stubborn enough, they will. Right. Um, and I know that that's not always a great thing. Like you can really mm -hmm. set yourself up for some serious disappointment if you can't be realistic and pragmatic. So what I did years ago for myself was every time I felt super, super hopeful, I allowed myself the hopeful and now joyful, cause this is bringing this back to this, that feeling. And then I was like, but that, and my brain would go, but don't forget you're supposed to, you're trying to be more realistic. <laughs> so I would remind myself of reality. And we are at a point in our lives and at ages where we are witnessing 
people we know pass away because yeah. not because of necessarily of tragedy, but because this this part of life that's when people older than you are like passing away. And yeah. so the reality that everybody dies is now my pragmatic thought when I'm feeling overly joyful the anxious brain should not be in charge of pragmatic thoughts that's what I'm, I'm saying about that and here I thought it was going to be things you know how it changed you know your joy was replaced with oh my god the way he chews at the table across from oh, me the no, way that, he snores the way that does not rob my joy ah. it, it doesn't make me grind my teeth <laughs> Yes. And I think that's the thing about any positive feeling we have, whatever word we use, uh, whether uh, joy or not, whether you just say happy, whether whatever word or however you define it for yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can be completely joyful about our relationship, grateful that we are together, completely content with the life that we are creating and have created for ourselves. And can absolutely go, oh, my God, he chews so loud. He's got to stop. <laughs> or I can go, oh, my God, where did all these beard hairs on the sink come from? Like, absolutely. And I think that is a, a thing that sometimes we forget. You know, we think that if we feel a good feeling about a person or a situation, mm -hmm. that somehow we're just never going to feel a negative thing or that... I can be joyous in my partnership with you and still be annoyed at things. Just like you were annoyed. I mean, this is not one-sided. I am just yeah, not, no. that's not that I'm the ultimate bitch. Mm -mm. who's like, let me tear the most decent human being apart right here on a podcast. It's, <laughs> we each have things that we do that of course, that's, that's human nature. We're and only any, human, yeah. Right, and I think at certain points in life and after a certain either number of relationships or at least one healthy long-term relationship i think we all sort of understand this but i have noticed in just conversations i've had with people or the way things get talked about sometimes is that power exchange ds is somehow set on another level where reality is not supposed to seep in it's the same thing about how supposedly air quote all of this submissives aren't supposed to be angry at their dominance well the fuck hell yeah you're gonna get pissed off it's gonna happen because you don't stop being human just because you've negotiated this power exchange relationship and whatever you might define for yourself as perfection air quote that word real hard um whatever that means it it can't survive reality so yes maybe in a in early days you're blissful in your power exchange mm-hmm but that doesn't mean that you won't kind of come down a bit more into reality, settle into sort of grooves and that the partners involved somehow stopped being human and stopped having foibles yeah. that will sometimes annoy us or grate on our nerves or anger us or whatever, whatever. Well, the thing is, you know, joy, happiness, sadness, you know, anger, they're all emotions. You don't experience um, how do I say, you know, one emotion does not take precedent over the other, right. so to speak. You, you feel emotions, whatever are in the moment. Um, you know, I, I would hope in, in any relationship, whether it's DS or, or not, that you, you know, there are some feelings of joy. Absolutely. 
So, you know, it and and it's not something that you experience 24/7 because there's going to be other emotions right. involved in I think there. It's one of those things that I think every emotion you're capable of experiencing, they're all hanging out inside. Mhm. Brain, body, whatever, whatever. I don't know, not a scientist. They're all there. They're all they're all capable of being pulled upon or coming forth depending on the moment but yeah nothing uh, Tayshu said it in the i think it was Tayshu said it in the live chat it's not an on off switch right now are there times whether due to you know maybe depression maybe um chronic illness or disability or death of a loved one or whatever whatever where the positive emotions feel like they have vanished and you're like i don't know when these these feelings will ever come back of course and mm -hmm. I, that's valid too but just like right. we can be at some of our lowest moments and some of us not all of us but you and i are these people we'll still crack a joke like it can be the worst moment of our lives and something will flitter across and our mm -hmm. ironic sense of humor our snark will come out and while i might not call that ability to laugh at a probably uh, <laughs> a joke you wouldn't say in front of your mom kind of deal while i might not call that joy it is that ability to find humor to feel that feeling of humor or whatever even in, is sort of a an example that those emotions do not go away forever they can feel that way mm -hmm. um but it, if the bad emotions don't last forever then we should also we just have to remember the good emotions don't last forever and just as the good can simmer up through really dark hard moments in life the hard dark feelings can bubble up in moments of joy mm -hmm. and it's i know for me it's taken me a long 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 time to get to a point where this is the benefit of having that pragmatic voice uh that voice should not be in charge during anxious moments but that's different um because that pra pragmatic voice taught me to say in the middle of something great oh this bad thing happened but it's not the end of the world. It does not negate the good. It does not negate the joy mm -hmm. um, necessarily. Now, is it more complicated? Let's say not us, because I'm not jinxing us like that, but a relationship that's had really, really good positive moments. There were moments of joy that you can think back in your memory and go, that, that was a joyous occasion. That the relationship then ends terribly. The person is toxic there's you know bad behavior whatever or just it was just a really bad breakup um i'm not gonna say that if you were that person you can that you have to feel the joy in those memories i think bittersweet is how some people might feel it i also think it's perfectly acceptable to be able to in your mind go that relationship ended horribly but there was that moment, there were these moments that felt so good. And mm -hmm. to reconcile for yourself on an individual le level, do you still feel that sense of joy or some, even if it's muted, that happiness in the memory, or do you reject it and go, ah, it's tainted now. And there's there's no right or wrong answer. And yeah. it's not, again, it's not a binary choice. There's lots of options in, in between those two. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I also wanna talk about joy that feeling of joy however you would 
describe it for yourself, and sub-frenzy, mm. and new relationship energy. New relationship energy, I think, is whether you would use the word joy or not, I think it's a flavor of joy. Everything yeah. feels good. Every, every Air quote, everything is going right. This partner is amazing. I'm getting to dominate in the way I want to dominate. I'm getting mm -hmm. to submit in the way I want to submit. I'm getting to get my kink on and this person and it's new and it's fun and it's exciting. And I think joy would be a good way to, to describe, to that. describe yeah. that. Which yeah. I can then understand the letdown if you're not used to the idea of new relationship energy and when you sort of even out and the things that were new and exciting become the, you know, Mm -hmm. boring and mundane or the annoying <laughs> right if their chewing was cute to you on day one let me let me hear from you uh on day 750 is is it still cute <laughs> or is it now an annoyance it's, it's fine there's no right answer yeah um so new relationship energy i definitely equate with joy sure sub frenzy though i think it could be mistaken for joy and i'm not sure Everybody's different, and so some people yeah. would not agree with this, but I, and here's why. Not always, not everybody, caveat, caveat, caveat. But sub-frenzy tends to come tinged with a little bit of anxiousness or fear. I'll never get to submit again. This is the only mm. person. I have to say yes to this. What are limits? I don't have limits, even though when you're thinking rationally, you're gonna go, oh yeah, I do have limits. Um, you know, not all sub frenzy is experienced through the reasons that we warn against it. You know, the net, the, the not at all cautious behavior that can lead you into some serious situations. Mm -hmm. And I know having gone through a level of it myself, it does on some level feel good because you're finally getting to submit and you're finally getting to have these experiences and you want more and more of it and you will seek them out in whatever way that works, blah, blah, blah. But there's something about the stereotypical version of sub frenzy that feels frantic. And can mm. you feel joy, unadulterated blissful joy, while you're also feeling frantic? I'm not here I, to make pronouncements for all of humankind. You yeah. may be able to, but. I, I almost get the feel when when you say that it's almost like a false joy yeah i think i think it's a, more of you're kidding yourself about some things because i think sub frenzy mm -hmm. is a lot of you're not seeing necessarily things as they are yeah. but as you want them to want be. them to be or hope mm -hmm. that they are and and i think the same can be said for for um dom frenzy oh yeah you for know, sure for you sure. know um it's it's a because when you're looking at it through that kind of lens, you're looking at a lot of um, false expectations. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so the joy, air quote, joy that you're feeling is, is all, could also be seen as a, a false joy. Yeah, I think the... The false expectations is key to me on something because going back to having a bad relationship, a relationship that ends mm -hmm. badly, I know for me, because I've had it happen, the joy I felt in a relationship, even when it ended, once 
in those cases where there was lying and infidelity or just, you know, we, we, I feel betrayed. And again, this is personal. Everybody's gonna handle it differently. If I can look back and go, oh shit, I was being lied to. Oh shit, I was being, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I was being manipulated. It will tinge my joy because my expectation at the time was that this was real mm -hmm. and this this was important and meaningful and sure the relationship ended, but it, it meant something at the time right. on some level. And if I have to look at that now through the lens of, oh, wait, <laughs> uh, this was a, you know, a red flag carrying card member of, you know, the Domly Dom fake posers club, or this person was lying to me about the important things. Mm -hmm. My joy gets ripped away because now I know I was being lied to or manipulated right. looking back, which then from my personal experience feeds into trust issues. Because if I don't feel like I can trust my own experience with something mm -hmm. because of what I learned later, how can I trust today's experience with somebody new? Yeah. Man, bad tapes will get you. They'll fuck you up. Every yeah, time. They mm -hmm. yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. They will. They will. Yeah, they will. Um, yeah. Joy, I, I, here's my frustrating thing about joy. It's for me. It's such a good feeling. Mm -hmm. I want to chase it. I want to. Mm. I want to have more of it. I am not good at going. Look at you having this good emotion, and and because it's not completely rare, I'm happy. I'm content more often than I am not. Being in a healthy relationship, having a roof over my head, and doing fulfilling work will do that for you. Um, your mileage will always vary. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But that for me, because of the way I'm thinking of that term, joy, I'm what it means to me and the moments that we have had together where I have felt pure joy, blissful joy, there's a temptation to chase it instead of being able to go, oh, look, I had a joyful moment and that feels really good and I'm gonna savor it. <laughs> I know it's not lasting forever. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully I'll be able to come back to this feeling or a muted version in the memory banks. Yeah but the chasing of it, the chasing of you, any air quote, good well, or positive emotion. Would you say that when you experience those, those times of joy, um, it's almost like getting a, a dopamine hit or the oh, endorphins. Absolutely. It's a and, high. Yeah. And, and you're like, give me more, give me more. Exactly. Yeah. And then the letdown comes, it's like, Almost anything we do, and I, this is such a weird thing to equate it to, but blame the fact that I'm a sex writer who has talked about this particular thing for many years now. <laughs> and we can equate it to two things, but the one that came to my head is when you're trying, <laughs> y'all, so inappropriate, squirting orgasms. Not everybody can squirt, not everybody mm -hmm. wants to squirt, but it's the people who want to squirt and try chasing it, well, when you chase it, you mm -hmm. usually can't catch it. That was the example that came to my head. And then as I was yeah. talking, I somehow remembered I was kinky and I went, oh yeah, subspaces also. It's mm -hmm. a th an experience we chase and the harder you strive for it, quite frankly, the less likely you are to experience it. And then therefore, instead of getting the joy that you were chasing, you yeah. now have 
maybe frustration or concern or disappointment or whatever, whatever, not because you didn't have a good moment, but because you were chasing an experience that you right. thought would bring you joy. And now you have the letdown. And I, I think because you didn't get the thing you had pictured in your mind, I'm, I'm going to use a word you don't like. Oh, God. I, I think those moments of joy that you're talking about are one of those things you cannot chase. You cannot create. It's more of a spontaneous thing that happens. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. That does not stop my impatient baby girl self <laughs> from going, well, you know, here's, here are the details as I remember them with my faulty memory uh, yeah. of that moment where I felt amazing. Let's go recreate that. And it's in, you know, here's the thing. I, I think you can give yourself joyful moments. I think you can put yourself in positions to where you can absolutely experience a feeling that you would equate with joy or however you describe it, but it's the chase that's the problem. So yes, I would like to have that bubbly, blissful feeling in a scene with you. Mm -hmm. But this is where my pragmatic side is doing, doing a good job and she deserves a raise. Um, my pragmatic side says the joy is not in recreating the exact experience to get the exact feeling. The joy is in being present in the experience, in the, in the letting moment. it go the direction it will mm -hmm. go and appreciating the good feeling. If there is one that occurs, regardless of how similar it is or isn't to previous moments. Mm -hmm. And, and that's like, um, you know, using subspace mm -hmm. is another good example of that. Um, you hear people talk about, you know, oh, I, you know, I hit subspace and, and, and I want to have that experience again. I want to get back. You know, you can never recreate what happened. And I, and I think one of the hardest things for people is to be in the moment and appreciate the moment for what it is not for what was or what could be, but be in that moment for what it is. It's a mindfulness thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that for me, as much as I would like to have a butterfly net and chase joy and catch it and then pin it to the wall. No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Bloodthirsty. <laughs> I am learning as I, I don't know how I'm getting wiser with age, but I'm certainly getting older. I am learning that it's more powerful when that that specific feeling that I call joy mm -hmm. that just fills me up so much when I just let it arrive on its own time. I think there's a, a bit of putting yourself in circumstances where it's it's possible. So what I mean by that is uh, we're going to to dump the toxic partners, right? We're <laughs> We're um, to the best of our ability with the access we have, we're gonna try and take care of our mental and or physical health. If that's, you know, if that's a thing that makes it harder mm -hmm. to feel anything good, bad or otherwise. Um, I'm gonna try and be present when I am with you because what I've learned again over time and through experience is that the most joyful moments are so unplanned for, you could, you right. could not have mm -hmm. scripted it. It just, mm -hmm. it happened. It was the stupid joke that you, I can think of a few times 
we have been silly, just laying in bed, trying to oh, go yeah. to sleep. You are definitely at your daddiest, and I am definitely at my most baby girl. Oh, yeah. And I'll crack a stupid-ass joke, and you will you might not even laugh. You might look at me in that way you have when you kind of raise the eyebrow. Very and, perplexed yeah. by what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and I'll start laughing so hard I cry. I'm wheezing and crying and snorting and cannot breathe, and it's almost painful. And that's a joyful feeling. Mm -hmm. And then I'll tell that pragmatic, anxious bitch in my head to shut the fuck up. I don't need to be reminded of mortality at this moment. <laughs> Thanks. <sighs> um, and it's not, I can never chase that. I can never know if I'm going to say something ridiculous that's going to make me do that. But I can be present in the moment with you. Mm -hmm. I can, to the best of our, our uh, abilities, protect the sanctity of weight. As often as possible at night when we're in bed, let's have these quiet moments because we don't know what will come of them. Right. Sometimes joyous moments come. Sometimes very serious moments come. And sometimes we just fucking go to sleep and it's delightful. Let, let's be real. <laughs> um, so I think that feeling any positive emotion, but certainly the way I'm thinking of joy, you might have another word for it, that feeling. Uh, or you may think of joy in a different way. It, it's tied in some ways to mindfulness, yeah. to just being present in the moment mm -hmm. um i also am definitely a fan of whether it's sardonic humor or it's that cynical but and snarky and sarcastic kind of thing i also think that you know if you can find even a blip even a moment even a half second of it cut the tension i don't know if i would use the word joy but joy happiness pleasure in a deep dark moment cultivate that skill my friend because i know personally that ability has gotten me through hmm. some really hard times i there was no joy i was not feeling joy in any of those moments but that it's a tension cutter at that point and it's a positive emotion whatever it might be even if it's just for like that nanosecond where you were like that's right i i remember this part of my humanity as well i remember that i can laugh i remember that i can you know, joke. I remember that it's not all of whatever the negative is. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there's the, no matter how good it is, no matter how great it is, the the not good will we'll find a way. It's just the nature of things. Yeah. None of it's permanent, mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. though I would like the joy to be permanent. But then, you know what? What makes the joy and that feeling and that good feeling so powerful is that it's not an everyday thing. It's not commonplace. If it was commonplace, we would take it for granted. The same way that I think we can take contentment, mm -hmm. which I do not define in the same way as happiness, but some people might, we absolutely can take that for granted. I am content with you. Not resting on my laurels, I don't have to work for it anymore. Right. But that even through all the insanity we've faced, even through all the stress, <laughs> even through the bad times, this is exactly where I wanna be. Yeah. And I, don't, I wouldn't have that yeah. any other way. That's contentment for mm -hmm. me there are probably other words i could find to use but that that's a little mm -hmm. bit of how i define it and so joy is the firework it's the sparkler mm -hmm. the contentment mm -hmm. is if i'm striving for anything it's that now as a service submissive mm -hmm. do you find joy in performing tasks sometimes that's another thing i would say that is a misconception that regardless of where you're at, what side of the slash, the things that you do that become commonplace, you are not 
required to be filled with joy every moment that you're doing them. <laughs> there are times something about making your coffee or doing a thing that you didn't even expect me to do, but I knew you needed it to be done. And so I did it and surprised <laughs> you with it. Um, those fill me with, I feel peace and I feel happiness. I feel of service okay. and that feels good. But those are few and far between for in the case of our relationship with the tasks that I do, the making of the coffee, the making of the bed, the turning down of the mm -hmm. bed, the doing this, the doing that. They're part of my routine and I know why I do them. There's intentionality behind it, but are there times I would rather just sit on the couch? Yeah. Are there times <laughs> when I'm like, oh shit, I have to wake up and go make his iced coffee. But what I'd rather do is lay here in the bed. Of course, of course. You know, no, I would say it's a, I'm a little worried for you if everything, let's say you're a service missive and everything you're assigned to do, you dread. Or if you do a thing you dread and you've been dreading it for weeks, months, years, and you've never said anything, that's not good. We should, you know, we do these things because we want to do them. We find value in them on, on some level. They have some meaning, you know, whatever, whatever, but we should not detest them with our, whole mind, body, and spirit every moment of every day. Mm -hmm. If that is happening, please have a conversation with your partner and, and see if you can renegotiate and figure some shit out. But on the flip side, if you fellow service missive are not ecstatically joyful every time you do that very mundane thing that you have done every single day for how long have we been together? That's okay too. Yeah. Like, I, I think if you never think about why you do a thing and connect to the why. For me, that's the thing. It's not joyful. It's that I connect to the why. This takes care of my daddy and I like taking care of my daddy. This makes my daddy happy and I like making my daddy happy. Being able to connect to that intentionality means I don't need joy. Now, early days when I had my, finally we had worked it out and I knew exactly what I was supposed to do and I could do all of them and they did not overwhelm me anymore. Mm -hmm. The early days when we moved in together, I don't know if I would use the word joy, but I was happy. I was definitely happy okay. because at that moment I realized I was living my service submissive life in a way that I had kind of envisioned it and it was reality. And mm. that made it joyful. Okay. Um, but after all these years, I mean, mm. <laughs> If I start getting ecstatic and skipping into the kitchen, going, it's time to set up the coffee pot. You should have me tested because something's going on. Okay. Or check to, to, to see if I'm inebriated. Cause. What have you been drinking and why haven't you shared with me? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I do think that, that some kingsters do themselves a disservice by somehow thinking that because they choose to serve or they choose to submit mm -hmm. that they're supposed to absolutely love every moment of what that looks like. If you do great, I think that's wonderful, mm -hmm. but I don't, well, I personally don't think that's sustainable. I think that True. there are, the reality is it's going to ebb and flow. There are going to be times when the last word you would use to describe that is joyful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. It's when those negative feelings or perceptions about something persist that it's like, okay, now it's, it's time for a conversation. Something, something's yeah. a little off. We need to readjust. I mean, as much as I love what I do, 
in my shop. Mm-hmm. And most days I look forward to going out there and, and you know, it, it, it fills me with happiness and with joy with the things that I make and, and can do with with the tools that I have. Mm-hmm. There are days I, you know, oh, I have to go out there again. Mm-hmm. I have to do this again. We are not people who talk about work in, in an advice thing, but that is the thing, because we're on the topic, that annoys the fuck out of me about the follow your passion thing. I do think for some people, mm-hmm. finding, creating, building a career path that centers around something you are passionate about, that you care deeply about, can be meaningful. I'm doing it right now, so it'd be really weird if I went, no, I don't think that's important. Okay, because yeah, for some of us it works. But what happens is that we are then sold this bill of goods, this bullshit, that if we don't love every moment of it, it's clearly not really our passion or, or you know, mm-hmm. why are you doing this if you don't love it? Well, fuck that. Nobody loves every moment of every day of everything that they enjoy on some level. That is why when we talk about power exchange, we have to talk about the fact that you're totally gonna disagree. You're totally gonna get into arguments. You're totally gonna wanna pinch the fucking head of your right. partner sometimes and tell them to shut up. You might not do it, okay? And you're a good submissive mm-hmm. baby girl, you definitely won't do it. But you might think it. Because just because it's something we really want or we really find fulfilling, work, relationship does not matter. It It's bullshit that we are gonna be happy with it every moment of every day. Right. I love the work we do. I mm-hmm. love the podcast. I love having these conversations. But I also, sometimes I'm like, fuck, we gotta do that again this week? <laughs> Yeah, we do. <laughs> and sometimes the answer is you suck it up and go do it because you recognize this is a momentary blip of, oh, I'm right. just not feeling it. And sometimes it means you go, oh, we need to recalibrate. We need to talk about things. We need to change yeah. something. Something something needs to shift so that I can continue to want to be in this power exchange or I can continue to want to be in this mm-hmm. career or whatever, 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 whatever. Yeah. But there's mythos and stereotype and cliche built around every single concept that humanity has some commonality with other people with. Feeling good feelings, good emotions, joy in this case is absolutely one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. True. Uh, I'm sure there are other things that could be said, but I have run out of those things. Anything you would like to add? I think I'm. Um... I, I like to have a moral to the story. Okay. I would say, if here's what I would say. Power exchange especially, or just your kink life. Mm-hmm. If you cannot remember the last time you felt any level of joy with yourself, with the activity, with the partner, do a little bit of introspection if you don't know why. Is it problems with the partner? Is it life stress just getting you down? Is it you know, illness and um, things going on in your head, mind, body, whatever, whatever? If you're not aware of it, if you can't remember the last time you felt joy, what do you need to maybe mm-hmm. get you back to where you're capable of feeling joy? Yeah. Um, if you are a joy chaser, I beg you to stop. <laughs> Adrenaline chaser, sure, sure, sure. Uh, trying to do things that are fun and make you happy, great, great, mm-hmm. great. But the, however you define that sort of burst of joy, I think you're setting yourself up for a lot of disappointment if you're chasing after it. Yeah. And if you're a little bit like me and you're like, I feel joy, but I don't feel it often enough. Yeah, I think that's the human condition. Mm-hmm. And the thing I work on and I continue to work on is being 
as present and in the moment as I possibly can the moment I realize I'm having that feeling because I know that it is fleeting. I know that it's it won't last. It's going to it's going to drift away. Mm-hmm. Not to anything negative, but just that burst is is going to simmer the fuck down because that's right. what it does. And, you know, and I also think if you've never thought about what, what what does joy mean to me and what does that mean in my power exchange? I, you know, I am a huge fan of introspection. Just think about it as a thought exercise. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, knowing the things that bring you joy, that was that was a pleasant surprise. I I didn't realize you saw it that way. So it's also a good conversation starter. Right. So there there I've got a moral. I got a lesson. Okay. I got a point. There you go. Mm. OK. Point made. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So are we good? <laughs> yeah. I will never know. But, you know, good enough. Okay. Keep Keep it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Dottie. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets? Go ahead. Talk to the crickets. I think our um, windows are off because you're not able to see everything you can normally see. Yeah. We're all discombobulated yeah, over here. Oh, yeah. Bonus section time! Bonus section time! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as we said at the top, the the Rona's making the rounds. Yeah. Um, we're fine. <laughs> it just means we're kind of low energy. Uh, Lola, the best pity dog ever, mm-hmm. is living her best life, snoozing yep. on the love scene. Uh, the cats... Are living their best lives snoozing elsewhere yeah uh onyx i slept in this morning i didn't even let an alarm wake me up and i still woke up technically at 7 15. like what the hell am i finally at that age where i'm just gonna wake up at like some stupid ass time i don't even need a damn alarm clock welcome to the club i hate it <laughs> i want to change this club's <laughs> charter constitution and rules okay i don't like this um but onyx jumped in the bed with me and twice and the last time so onyx is very standoffish she certainly has a personal bubble she would prefer everybody to stay out uh, of her personal bubble um and so by her standards she was practically laying down and cuddling with me what i mean is she was close enough that i could feel her body heat (laughs) (laughs) through the blanket but she was not actually leaning into me and she was uh allowing me to continue to pet her even though her tail was swishing super fucking hard i was like that's okay you're you're you like it but you don't like that you like it i get it i've been there she and i are kindred spirits um and we and i know not to move you know i don't move around too much i didn't want her to bolt or anything and i also know that not to pet her too much once the tail gets super swishy yeah fine fine we're laying there and i'm thinking wow she is so close i can literally feel her her body heat she's only an eight pound cat she's not a big old cat wow <laughs> she's close and then you walked in and it was like i did not exist anymore <laughs> i was like damn it girl <laughs> damn it well, that's okay. When when I finally made a decision to migrate to the sofa this morning and lay down, Onyx decided she did not want me to lay down. She kept getting, she wanted attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and every time I made a move to sit down on a spot on the sofa, she was there first. 
She was just all up in it. And finally, I, what I ended up doing was I distracted her down to one end of the sofa and just like kind of long arm, <coughs> long arm petted her mm-hmm. and quickly sat down and. Yeah, it's a little bit of like the lion tamer with the chair. Yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't feel congested, but I keep getting a tickle in my throat. That's why I keep coughing. Sorry. <laughs> I'm flinging myself away from the microphone so right. nobody has to have it right in their ear. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were going strong working on stuff. I, I have been. Until this. Doubling down on stuff out in the shop lately. Yeah. You, you've been amazed at seeing what I've been carrying in every day. Yeah, and carrying out because you've mm-hmm. been milling wood and process and just stacks and stacks of wood yes. everywhere. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I I'm happy for it. I you know I hate that you feel bad. I hope it stays mild. I hope so too. I mean, none of us um, are in freak out mode. We're just like no, just we knew it was it would happen. It eventually. would happen eventually. Yeah. Um, so here we are. You know, just the the <clears throat> nature of the thing. We dodged a bullet long enough, and uh, hopefully being you know vax and everything it's mild and quick hopefully fingers crossed yeah. you know mm-hmm. um both you and the oldest it seemed to hit hardest which that's hit hard and quick yeah and that's a relative term it's mm-hmm. still like a mild cold to me yeah yeah and and i'm hoping the same for me i mean you've checked my temperature several times i've not had a temperature but <coughs> Excuse me. You know, throat's kind of raspy and achy and headache, but. The 16 year old yesterday, poor thing. So I, I don't, this will surprise all of you, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I don't do well with sudden information that I know changes all plans everywhere. And the, po- the, the positive test mm-hmm. changed everything. So now I'm like, I'm in my mind yesterday, I'm like trying to navigate okay, my mom's supposed to come for a visit. Well, I'm not, she can't come here because she and the evil stepdad and my aunt and uncle are all in um, what would be considered um, uh, vulnerable groups based on Mm. age or immunocompromised, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So they will not be able to come to this house. Uh, So I'm thinking, okay, is this going to cancel my mom's trip because she's supposed to be here this weekend? Then I'm like, Oh shit! What does this mean for the 16-year-old? He clearly can't go to work. Um, then I'm thinking, oh god, I've got to go learn what the fucking CDC said. What are the guidelines? And then try to yeah. one decipher them and two go, okay, but what does reality look like? Like when they were like, isolate your family member away from everybody else. I'm like, that ship sailed. We've been right, right. breathing we've, in we've each been other's air. We're the same air here for yeah. Um, then you know, and so I was discombobulated, and I was trying trying to cover it and play it nonchalant uh is anybody surprised when that was as the kid said that was not the vibe i was giving off yeah and i finally he got kind of cranky with me and kind of like annoyed he was like you're giving off this vibe like you're freaked out i'm like the one thing i know for a fact i'm not freaked out Mm -hmm. by this pre-vaccines i would have been freaked out i'm not freaked out i said but i'm not good when a plan that i've had in my head of how things are going to go mm-hmm. gets disrupted 
uh, on, with no notice. I just don't function well that way. It takes me a minute. I have to recalibrate. I have to sit down and think through it and remind myself it is not the end of the world that a plan you made will not actually occur. Um, and then f- figure out a new fucking plan. Um, but he was like, I think he was feeling like a little hurt. Like his feelings were a little hurt because it seemed like the adults were in his mind freaking out. And I had finally had to go to him and go, I'm not freaking out. I'm not panicking. I do not think that uh, you are uh, the harbinger of doom and <laughs> brought death and destruction into our house. You are still freaking Petri dish. I did point out to him. I was like, you know, you and your brother since preschool been just bringing shit in this house and thankfully we can all laugh about that (laughs) um so yeah it's i have to do the thing i hate to do which is play everything by ear i don't like that i want a plan i want to follow a plan i want a schedule i want a timetable i can't we can't do any of that so we're just checking temperatures and I, i did tell him i was like you know the rona is not what i wanted for my birthday I know. I know. <laughs> he was supposed to go because um, his girlfriend was supposed to have a birthday party on Friday and he was supposed to have gone and gotten her birthday stuff and was going to be going to the party and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I still was supposed to be making preparations for your birthday, which is next week, July 12th. Or yeah. anyway, wonders. Um, I, I not only had not done that. Now I'm like, well, should I make preparations based on the date we were going to celebrate, which was your actual birthday? Yeah. Or do I sit and wait? What, what, and and it's none of it's a big deal, but it puts me off center a little bit. So yeah. I went and sat in my corner of this office and just had three fans going right at me. And this worked because I was like, this is my happy place. This is my happy place. This is my happy place. <laughs> it's so much fun to be an anxious person, said no yeah. one ever. Um, but yeah, so that's like the center of our world right now. Like mm-hmm. I, I think so. And then Tuesday, yeah, yesterday was Tuesday, day before recording. Tuesday's when the kid tested positive for COVID. The day before, my aunt and uncle had come by for about an hour, hour and a half. And for the first time in months, we'd actually gotten to see the 16 year old, give him a hug, talk to him for a few minutes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so I'm texting my mom and my aunt, who I dub the sisters, cause they are texting the sisters to go, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? And then at first it was all, oh gosh, you know, how's he feeling? I'm sure everything will be fine, blah, blah, blah. And then my aunt was like, shit. <laughs> we came in contact and they are immunocompromised they have to be very very careful so now they're taking tests to make sure they you know didn't get it Mm -hmm. and um my mom's like am i just gonna circle town for a few days am i coming at all we're like we don't know we'll figure it out right here we go uh so yeah i'm just i'm just gonna go in the corner and work and when i if i feel yucky i'm gonna go sit down somewhere i'm just i'm gonna I'm trying to be nonchalant. Uh, it's not a natural ability of mine, but I'm I'm going for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You are, for many reasons, some of which I would don't feel like talking about. It's, I don't want to talk about stress, but you are buying your own birthday present with my blessing this year yes because you are getting a new vape podcast listeners let me describe it uh jimmy <laughs> if you would like to show it to the camera feel free the uh, it's it was a really cool like the outside case is like this really cool wood design it was wood grain wood grain it was totally 
meant for you when you yeah. bought it, what, three? Uh, four no, years ago? four, maybe five years wow, ago. Wow, you've because, kept it for a very long time. Because okay. I had this when we were in the condo. Okay, did you? Okay. Yeah. So the top part, I don't know what any of this is called. The part you put your mouth on. Uh, it broke. Yeah, it this, shattered. This this piece is not original to this. So the, you had to you had to change had to that improvise, out. And yeah. it was a it was a tense moment <laughs> when the mouthpiece thing shattered, and he was like, "Do I have something?" to replace this with and i was like i don't care what you have to do i don't care if it's the middle of the night you go find you a place that's open 24 7 that will sell you a fucking vape i I, we cannot live like this if you can't vape um it's (laughs) it really is that serious then i thought okay it was that top bit from the mouthpiece part that was the problem you fixed it it looks Mm -hmm. weird but it's functional yeah and then like a day later i noticed that there's a severe, like, strong rubber band presence around the barrel <laughs> that cannot, yeah. meaning it literally cannot hold itself together no. without help. Yeah. Um, and I said then, I was like, dude, because, you know, I'm really submissive. Dude, just go get yourself another fucking vape. We just need to buy you another vape. Like, just let's just do it. I know they're not, I don't know what they, it's been four or five years since you bought one. I don't know what their price like now, but, you know, even with inflation, I'm like, it's not going to be cheap. Um, And you're like, yeah, yeah, I probably should. I probably should. And then every, like everything just started happening at once. There's like sick, there's this, there's visit, there's, it's got chaotic. And I finally went, you have, and then we looked at our own bank accounts. I <laughs> went, is it a bad birthday present if I say here, just go pick yourself out a vape and buy yourself a new one. Make it make sure it's one that you think might last four or five years. <laughs> uh, happy birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, we were we had been planning what and we don't know if it'll happen now, but where we would go to dinner for your for your birthday. That was right. really my birthday present. I was like, I'll buy you dinner and a cake. And you went, OK, great. And uh, I had a dream that we had decided where to go. And apparently did not remember that it had been a dream. So we were sitting at the table. I think it was after or around the same time. I was like, you'll just go buy yourself your own birthday present. It's the vape. Happy birthday. It's like, (laughs) we're talking about where to go for dinner. And and because my mom was going to be in town, I was making sure to let the sisters know that they were welcome to come. You know, it wasn't just the four of us, whatever. And I said, oh, yeah, we're going to Paisano's. It's this like Italian-ish kind of place that we found Mm -hmm. this really good food. And it was funny. I said it to you and right. you looked at me in surprise and then gave me the thumbs up, which meant you agreed. But it was at that moment I went, oh, I dreamed you said that's where you wanted to go. <laughs> and then and then my little submissive self like tried to like take it back and go, whoa, 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 I'm not trying to dictate where you choose to go on your birthday for dinner. I guess I had a dream, but I thought that might be a place you'd like to go, but we don't have to go there. And you're like, no. Thank you. That is the perfect place to go. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, but I de- I've told you now, in my most submissive way, what to buy for your birthday and where you're going to eat. Oh, happy birthday? Well, ac- <laughs> actually, um, you know, when you said that, I was like, yeah, I hadn't thought of it because I could not think of where I wanted to go mm. eat for my birthday. And um, as soon as you said that, it was like my ears perked up and, you know, spark in my eyes. Like, yeah. 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 And I'm over here going, I feel awful. I have just dictated the terms of your birthday to you. <laughs> and none of it's a surprise. <laughs> just tell well, you. Well, you know what? You you did a wonderful service for me because I didn't have to think about any of it. However, we want to reframe that so we feel better about it. I don't care. Right. I'm good with it. I'm good so, with it. 
and and you know silent yeah we we have several dozen vape, vape shops. shops around well town and especially here. now that you can't get that stuff online online right yeah yeah, yeah. which that's how you found I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling bad for you because every vape thingy mm-hmm. that you've purchased for yourself since i've known you you do what you always do when you need to make a purchase. So you go online and you look and you read reviews and you compare right. and you contrast and you do serious research. That is who you are. And one, I love that about you, but two, that's just like <laughs> part of the process. Yeah. And now you just got to like raw dog it yeah, and go shopping with no clue mm-hmm. and let a salesperson tell you about something right. and go, okay, or go, I guess I have to go to another store and look around. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> yeah. And and I mean the 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 maker of this, I have had several from them over the years, and I've been very Aspire is the brand for any yeah. other vapey people out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been very pleased with that. The coils last super long. The the vape held up. The e-cig held up really well. And, um, you know, I don't even know if anybody sells that brand locally. I I was kind of hoping that if you went into a shop because it's a shop Mm -hmm. and you're like, if they don't have it, you're like, I like Aspire. They could be like, I can order you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. JB can talk about it better. Silent Winged asked when you can't get them online. There's something about new regulations here in the state. New regulations here in the state um, that they changed. Um, You cannot order is it a florida thing or a u.s thing? it's a u.s thing okay yeah um you can't order supplies juice uh usps will not ship ship mm-hmm. thankfully uh, you're a chemist related. in our um in our kitchen and you know how to buy the raw materials well put some of it together to a certain extent because once i run out of the nicotine that i stockpiled <laughs> <laughs> In this coming zombie apocalypse, <laughs> we will have both coffee and nicotine. That seems about right. Yeah, you you have to have nicotine. I don't care what. Y'all, the last time this man went with all of the nicotine gum patches and lozenges you can imagine. The last time this man had to go any amount of time without nicotine, I thought we were going to get divorced in an airport parking lot. <laughs> We get off. It's when we went to London. We get Mm. off the plane. We're back home. We were back in the States. And he was so cranky. I was in tears and trailing him with the rolly luggage. I was carrying a good 10 feet because he was so on edge and so done and so craving that hit from his vape that he wouldn't. We had gotten into some testy argument. I don't remember what it was about. It was something stupid because it always is. And he was so done. He just took off walking and I trailed as best as I could Mm because I didn't remember how to get out of the airport. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't looking at nobody. He wasn't talking to anybody. He was mad at me. I think I cracked a a joke at the wrong time. Um, It was was not a good look for me. Oh, yeah. It was not his finest moment. We get to the car and, of course, we're parked way the fuck out there. Mm-hmm. We finally get to the car. He's slamming our luggage and he's slamming doors. I am tear stained and just staying very quiet and and annoyed and so annoyed. He 
gets out of wherever you had it, puts your batteries back in your vape, then gets it all ready to go, juiced up, takes like two or three good hits off the damn thing. And I am now just done. <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, I feel better now. So where, do you want to stop at Waffle House and get something to eat? And I'm like, the only thing <laughs> preventing me from calling you a motherfucking child of God right now is the fact that I'm your submissive partner. Cause ooh, outside of power exchange, I'd have told you to kiss my fucking ass. Didn't, yeah. didn't, yeah, it was no, not it a was, joyful it, moment. It was not a good So no, when me. I thought your mouthpiece thingy on your vape was, could not be replaced. I was like, oh, I don't care where you have to go. You're gonna go find somebody who will sell you something. <laughs> I don't want you to smoke a cigarette. I don't want you to get back into that habit. You yeah, no. not done that for many, well many over a years. decade now. Yeah. Ooh, we were gonna get nicotine in you that no no i will not i will not live that life yeah um okay that was like a rant i didn't know i needed to have i feel better now i'm glad you <coughs> excuse me yeah glad you feel better <laughs> so look you are one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met in my life. You are genuinely one of the kindest people I know. You are a good man. I am so lucky to have you. And I, in the moment, hate it when you remind me that you have foibles and are and an I'm imperfect right. person. But yeah. in retrospect, I love going, you see this perfect specimen of a partner over here? Let me tell you how he fucks up sometimes. <laughs> I fuck up. We all know I'm imperfect. <laughs> I just put that out there on the mm -hmm. internet. Wear it on my sleeve. Uh, but no, yeah. So, yeah. Anywho, yeah, that that was a le hard learned lesson that that trip, mm -hmm. and uh, never traveled without some nicotine lozenges after that. Oh my god, the next flight we took after that, you popped them, I think like one an hour every hour. I don't even think you were supposed to take as many as you no, took when you were like it was not that much. Y'all. It was not. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I still have that pack of lozenges. Probably need to toss them because yeah, they've expired, sure they've expired, but expired they're they're still sitting in there, but yeah, so mm -hmm. no. <laughs> so, huh, anyway uh that that was every bonus section is random but that was yeah. more random than usual mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but now you know we can be done now so you can go hide on the couch and take another nap thank you you're welcome I'm thank ready. you for for being here today <laughs> i hope i contributed something worthwhile I other than just uh comic foil for your little i mean you did that as well but yeah yes, you okay did. you did okay uh yeah links to Pretty much everything we mentioned at the top of the show in the places. Uh, definitely check out Two Hot Wives podcast mm -hmm. um, if you're for podcast listening folk. Uh, I hope they made me sound good in, in post-production and editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we also just yesterday we did an interview for another podcast. I don't know when that yeah. one will be out, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to. Take over that the was, kinky podcasting was, world one that was, interview that was, at a time. That was a fun interview yesterday. That was. That yeah. was. I, I believe I heard the hosts 
say under their breath to themselves as we were talking, oh my God, they're so cute. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure I heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. anyway, we're going to go. Yeah. Um, it's been wonderful being here with y'all. Yes. Uh, as far as we know, we'll be here next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we think so. And yeah, yeah, that's it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, y'all. We love you. Bye. Bye.